This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode number 290 of cognitive dissonance, and we are creeping up, Cecil. It's we're almost to that three hundred mark. Mm. We have to figure out if we're going to do something for that. I think we should just hold the hot gates at Thermopylae. That mm, that seems like sweaty. <laughs> like, what else can we do? Seems Good thing is hard. you automatically have a six pack. All right, you. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, There's a six I, pack. Just, what? Yeah, I yeah. hope they're tall boys. I, yeah. I just if I get a six pack, I'm willing to. Do. The thing is, like, I I feel like I can hold the gates just if you can wedge me yeah, into I know, the right? Tube, right? It's, like, it's like it's like when she gets stuck in your vacuum. Right? <laughs> you know, like, it's gonna be no problem. Yeah, it's like yeah, uh, can we'll he hold fucking literally all of the Persians. There's yeah, no just, way they're gonna get through here. They just wedge me yeah. into the thing, and then you know they can't get past. It's fine. That's fine. They'll just hack through me like a fucking tree. Yeah, uh, they'll just get stuck, just like my arteries. <laughs> <laughs> so we are we are recording this episode actually a little early, yeah. Cecil, because we are taking a little trip, taking mm-hmm. a little jaunt, a little short jaunt to uh, New York. We're going to meet up with uh, Thomas and Eli, I think, for a night of debauchery. Well. No, I mean, it's probably yeah. going to be fucking magic shows and yeah. dorkery. And it's not gone wild. It's gone mild. Right? Yeah. It's, it's like a couple of 40-year-old <laughs> dudes walking around New York, like, telling everyone to get off their Times Square. Get out of yeah. here. What are you what doing? Do you, what do you call this pizza? This ain't pizza. <laughs> we should have a pizza fight. Stack like, like 70 of these together, and that's your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little worried, like, if we go out. like, Because if, if you have real pizza, like Chicago pizza, Chicago-styled pizza, pizza you know deep dish pizza is the only pizza available in chicago yeah no, the there's no other kind of there pizza. is no yeah. thin crust that's yeah, no actually thin more, crust. much more yeah, they, universally ordered yeah, they, here they, <laughs> but, you know uh, like once a year we we go out of our way to order a chicago style pizza and the rest of the time we're just like yeah just give me the thin crust no, no i'm just gonna take the thin crust that you, nobody thinks that we have yeah. thin crust the, here like, the difference the very the, the difference between new york style pizza and Chicago pizza is the cut, not the pizza. Right, because right? if you're getting thin crust in Chicago, you get it in a square. Yeah, it's a square pizza rather right. than... And the, and the best part about the square, square is genius, right? The fucking big floppy fucking thing that yeah. you get in New York is ridiculous. The thing you get here is a, is a piece that's manageable, and you can decide whether you want crust or not on the outside. It's fucking great, man. Plus, with the square pizza, I will say... Like when you eat thirteen of them, you don't yeah. feel bad. No, like, oh, they're little squares. They're little squares. It's fine. It's, it's fine. No problem. But if I eat, you know, seven or eight of those big fucking giant slices, I have to feel just a little bit guilty yeah. about yeah. that. Well, I don't, but I should. As I I'm, should feel as guilty. I'm wringing the grease out of my shirt. <laughs> yeah, <Just. laughs> I feel terrible. 
I cry as I rub it into my skin. After the first two, the rest just slide down. It's like a fucking greased shoot. My right hair, my hair is like straight up in a mohawk like, at that point. I get home and it's like, oh, I got a shiny coat. Yeah, it's like, it's like I gave my dog I'm a like, bunch of yolks. I'm like a mink. <laughs> You can shave my back hair and make it into a into a beautiful sweater. You can't shave my back hair. Not without a fucking lawnmower. Are you kidding lawnmower. me? Lawnmower. You got like those Jesus. Like the black and decker yeah. like hedge trimmers like whoa. Yeah. I gotta diamond tip these things just to cut through it. You couldn't fucking power grind that shit off of that. So we're gonna go to New I mean what I think Eli has a whole day planned for us. I'm a little worried though because he yeah, recently it's a, it's a tour of the of the New York glory holes. I think he's already he's already mapped it out. He's got one of those uh, one of those maps on the wall with the push with pins the push in pins. It. <laughs> it's like like white yarn. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna trace a pattern of glory holes in the shape of a dick throughout the city. <laughs> you know, like this is a guy who's gonna be our tour guide and who had the audacity to tweet to us a vegan lasagna. Mm. With which he later called a pizza, motherfucker. If it's vegan, it is not lasagna, and it is not pizza. Yeah. It's not food if it's vegan. <laughs> it had like it had no for real. It had like soy ricotta and like what were the a cashew yeah. butter flour anger mixture or something. Oh, sounds, None of it sounds like a something to eat. It, so, it sounds like a sculpture. Sounds it like sounds like you'd... some Jim Baker shit, yeah, right? right? Like it's yeah. like, oh, open my bucket. You can first of all take apart your ottoman and get a bucket. <laughs> and now that your ottoman's been disassembled, you can have your soy ricotta anger biscuits or fucking yeah, whatever yeah. garbage food. Fucking soy vegan lasagna. Why? Why do the vegans Why? insist upon? But I mean, this is this is almost the half. Like the vegans are like, okay, I'm gonna go vegan. I'm gonna go vegan. It's gonna be great. We're not gonna eat any food. We're just gonna go <laughs> vegan, right? It's so and much then, mail. This and is then, gonna, <laughs> they're giving it so much mail. They're just gonna be so mad. You know? Oh God. And then they're and then. And then they I, I just want I just want to interrupt real quick no. and be like okay. I I really respect vegans. You fuck you. I do. Fuck I respect, off. You respect nobody. I respect. Your mm. ability to uh, to starve. Let me let me let me phrase this correctly. To respect the planet in your food choices, and to respect Mother Nature and animals. And I I just I respect that. I think good. Get for you your guys. dick out of your mouth. Good what are you, you talking? Good, no, about? go ahead, Tom. Go on. No, yeah, no, tell no. tell the vegans they're terrible. Go on. They are fucking terrible because <laughs> they'll spend. They're like the fucking Amish, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, this is not going to go well. They're gonna, they, you know, it's like I made this decision not to eat any animal products, and then I'm going to spend all the rest of my creative cooking energy making food that looks like real food. Like, oh man, I made a vegan burger. Cut the shit and eat a fucking carrot, man. Yeah. Like, stop. <laughs> you did not. You never. You've never made. Here's the thing. You've never had a vegan burger. It's not a burger if it's vegan. You've never had a vegan lasagna. You slopped some garbage together in a pan. Cooked it and drank a glass of your tears with it. That's what you did. <laughs> Stop trying to make it seem like actual food. Like, just eat salads. Is that you just telling me to eat salads? I'm Is just saying, saying, if you're vegan, don't be like, oh, I'm having vegan venison tonight. Like, <laughs> no, you're not, motherfucker. 
I want, I want the person who's like, yeah, I'm eating vegan veal. I know, right? You know? Yeah, I took this fucking artichoke. <laughs> I, took this, I took this artichoke and I just fucking stuck it in a cage <laughs> and it couldn't move for like a year. In the dark. <laughs> and I milk fed it. <laughs> no, you can't even milk oh, no. feed it. I soy milk oh, fed it. Oh, God. So this story comes from the New York Daily News. Uh, Idaho woman born with hole in her heart wants parents prosecuted. It's um, not like, a, and I just want to interrupt you real quick. It's not like when you were in high school and you knew that you and that cute girl were dating and you put like the arrow. Don't, right. It's not like right. a, it's not like an adorable hole through the I've heart. I've got a U-shaped <laughs> hole in my heart. No, literally, it looks like a U. That's yeah, actually my the blood, blood is coming out of, out of it, and it's yeah, really uh, unpleasant, and I might die. You got about eight seconds yeah. to live. So. <laughs> So this disabled woman, she's disabled, incidentally, because she has a hole in her heart. Huh, yeah. She has a hole in her heart, and it wasn't treated when she was a kid because her fucking parents refused medical treatment. Her parents had a, a religious conviction. Um, they were fundamentalist Mormons. Okay. And, you know, they were doctors were like, yeah, you know, that sucks, but we can fix it. Yeah. And she's little, so you can't fix it when you're big, though, it turns out. Oh, that sucks. So now she's fucking permanently disabled, probably has a limited lifespan, all that kind of good stuff. And she wants to sue her parents. And I think this sets a really interesting um, and possibly powerful precedent. Also in this story, it says, under Idaho's child injury law, parents can't be prosecuted for treating sick children by prayer or mean, spiritual means alone. That's because uh, in Idaho, children have fewer rights than free-range cattle. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. When you, like you, can, you can brand someone else's child <laughs> in Idaho. It's like totally fucking. In fact, fine. it's encouraged, yeah. and then they're yours. Like that's a, <laughs> it's a just if you catch it's like cattle rustling. Like <laughs> you just you see one on the playground, you're like, oh, that's a sturdy fella. He doesn't look like he has a hole in his heart at all. Man. He looks he looks strong as an ox. He could bale some hay up around the farmstead. <laughs> When the you problem said, is you have to carry around hot irons with you everywhere. Why is this a and problem? that's difficult. Well, yeah. No, they have the electric branding irons oh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are nice. That's yeah. good. That way you don't have to... Yeah, carrying around the, the hot iron isn't the problem. It's carrying around the fire to keep the iron hot. That's ah, the problem. Very true. That's a two-hander. Yeah. So that's no good. You're sitting out there with your bick for like oh, an just, hour. <laughs> Jesus. Do you ever watch videos, by the way, of people branding, like being branded instead of tattooed? Or I, what once in a while. I turned on a couple of them, but it's just... It's, all it is is just... I'm gonna bottom the mic out by screaming, right. so I just stop watching. I, I don't know why, but I saw I was I was on Reddit and it was like, oh, click. I was like, what? Fuck it! Why would you do that? Yeah. And why did you think it wouldn't hurt? It looks like all of the pain, yeah. like literally, like just like maybe something terrible will happen to my previously unterrible body. Like <laughs> that sounds horrible. It sounds horrible. We do that to cows, but then we eat the cow. But I, it is an interesting precedent, though. This, this, you know, this person possibly could sue their parents, or at least try. I guess you know they, they want to bring suit or have them charged. They were talking about a bunch of different things. They don't think that it's possible, but uh, but it's someone who blames their parents for bad decision making. Yep. Is that is that a, that's an interesting precedent? Because you're fucked if that's the case. Well, I, I mean, I think that there's it's like anything else, though, right? I mean, there's a line, yeah. like there's a line of just negligence, and I sure. think what this really is saying is that. If if you are a negligent parent, and not like, oh, I didn't give you enough fucking hugs, but I mean like a negligent parent. Sure. In, I refuse to get you medical treatment. Yeah. Or I kept when you, you in this it. room for your whole life right. or something. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of feel like, well, fuck you then. You know, I mean, it, it, this shit has consequences. I 
I think you you have to have some kind of line that has to be crossed before this sort of thing, you know, kind of kicks into play. But you know, it's funny you said like, you know, from the article, spiritual means like you can't you can't be prosecuted if it's if it's through spiritual means. But this is really about mean spiritedness. Yeah, that's what this is. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Because it's not. Imagine the the hurt and the pain that you as a child would have to have gone through, looking back and saying like, I'm so fucking mad at my parents for doing this that I want to sue my fucking parents, right? Because there comes a time in your life when, as an adult, you look at your parents, you say, ah, you know, for the most part, most of us, look back and say, they were deeply imperfect people, just like I am a deeply imperfect person. They were raising kids. Nobody has the manual on how to do it. You know, and you, and you sort of forgive and forget some of those, like, you know, mistakes and, and sure, mishaps, right, sure. that, our parents, that our parents went through trying to get us to where we're at. Yeah. You know, most of us do, unless you have really egregiously awful parents. Yeah. And people who have really egregiously awful parents, they don't look back and say, mm, forgive and forget, you did the best you can. Instead, they look back and they say, fuck you, you did a terrible job, you were negligent. Sure. Right? And there's a line there. Yeah. Hey there, how's it going? Okay. I saw your sign. Okay. And I'm here for my stoning. I'm, I'm, I'm a lesbian. You guys are going to stone me? This is a common theme. This happens a lot. It does. It does. Um, it's just gross, though. This is from the Raw story. Um, you know, I grabbed this because of all the stuff going on right now in North Carolina relative to the, you know, fucking hate bills and what have you that have been passed um, that basically allow businesses to discriminate against uh, homosexuals in terms of providing services. Uh, gay North Carolina waitress reveals that customers tipped her with Bible verse calling for her death. So on the tip line, the check was $23. Standard tip for that should have been about $4.60, give or take, um, depending on the level of service, I guess. They gave her Leviticus 2013. That's what they gave. I would have just crossed off Leviticus and taken the $20.13. Thanks for the fucking 100% tip, bitch. So, and Leviticus 2013, of course, is the fucking hate speech sure, of the yeah, Bible. It's like yeah. one of the hate speeches yeah, of the Bible. Basically, it's, if you sleep, if a man sleeps with a man like he does a woman, then they should be put to death and fucking you should have an orgy in their blood or something right, like yeah. that. Yeah. It's some fucking mean-spirited fucking ancient garbage that nobody yeah. should pay attention <laughs> nobody to. Nobody cares about it. Right? Well, it's like, nobody should care about it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's like advice written to you by people who fucking don't understand the fucking germ theory of disease or wheels or yeah. like electricity. <laughs> it's a bunch of fucking desert-dwelling or, dipshits. Or even short beards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are people who all collectively got together and said, you know, I think we should have a club called the Let's Cut Off the Tip of Our Penis Club. Yeah. Like, th these are not it's people whose advice I'm taking. It's amazing that made it past, like, the first couple generations. I, generations? I can't even imagine, like, look, man, like, if when I was a teenager, like, yeah, blood brothers, but if somebody's like, cut off part of your dick, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm Irish. I need the whole thing. <laughs> I need it all. I have this. Yeah. I mean, no. What yeah. are you kidding me? Instead of saying something to them or you know whatever it is it's just this coward move it is you know it's a it's a, it's a passive aggressive coward move you know you think they should be worthy of death that's what you think because you wrote it yet you fucking like you know instead of instead of saying that to them what you did was fucking you know give them a reading assignment yeah like right. that's all you did yep. you just gave them a reading assignment you're like a fucking and you're like you're like a cheap adjunct professor yep Dude, it's cowardly, right? It's it's like it's it's the it's the religious equivalent of being that asshole who puts a fucking post-it note on the microwave at work. You know, like clean me or disappear, you know, like fuck you. Yeah. 
fuck you. It's like, say something. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking be the rumor mill motherfucker. Don't walk around being like, I'm going to say a mean-spirited thing to you, but I'm only going to do it in a note, and then I'm going to run away and leave. Like, That's it. There's no, way, there's no way to continue that conversation. What are you hoping is going to happen? Right. Like, what's, a, the, what's the fucking... Okay, you're a, a dipshit who thinks gays should die. Let's say... Let's say that fucking somehow you had half your brain removed and you think this. What's your fucking end game here? What's, you know, the person reads the note. What's the possible outcome that you think is amazing? They're going to be like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't suck a dick. God damn, I had no idea until I read this Bible verse that it was wrong. Right. What's the fucking end game here? All it is is trying to be mean. There's no, there's nothing after this. It, it's not like it's not like you expect them to change their mind from reading a Bible verse. Well, Instead, maybe they do. I don't know. Well, I maybe mean, it's uh, like, is there have been anybody in history that fucking read an old fucking book and said, "Oh my God, I fucking cannot believe I totally my sexuality is completely changed." Fucking delete my grinder account, right? <laughs> I got on. I got a tip that said Leviticus twenty thirteen, so I'm fucking deleting my grinder oh, man, account. That's, that's it. it. It's coming off my phone. It's, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. No, but I mean, what what is the end game? I the end game serious. is just to be mean. Yeah, all that it is. really is. Yeah, it's that, it. Yeah, the that's end game it. is just to be a mean-spirited, cowardly fuckwit. Yeah. Who doesn't want any conversation? You're not looking for conversation. You're not looking to understand someone else. You're not looking for any of that stuff. What you're looking for is to uh, to throw a spear at someone as you run out the door. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hurt someone yes. as you leave. Yeah. Yeah. The semen is the cream of the blood. Semen is produced by the blood. It is the cream. It is the it is the pow, it is the cream of blood. That's just no other way to say it. So this story uh, comes from the Salt Lake Tribune. Uh, prosecutor says rape case is threatened by BYU honor code investigation. So the reason I wanted to talk about this story is that uh, Brigham Young University, um, that's the crazy Mormon university where you totes have to be uh, Mormon and love the Mormons and oh, Mormon, yeah, yeah. Mormon, Mormon, yeah. Mormon, in order to go there. Um, evidently, they have an honor code investigation. So if somebody cries foul in terms of, uh, you know, any kind of sexual allegation or misconduct. The school conducts an honor code investigation. So in this case, on the woman who is claiming that she was was raped, and the school is looking into her. Yeah. The school is actually interfering yep. with an investigation, a criminal investigation, to see if she is of good moral character, basically. It's yeah. like if she broke the rules, and they they are saying if she broke the rules... And I mean, at a certain point, they're basically saying if she broke the rule, she deserves it. Yeah, that right. Because otherwise, who cares? Well, and I think one of the things, one of the tough parts is, is that if they don't, if they, if they can keep doing this investigation, she may have to leave town, and then the entire investigation could fall apart because she's not available anymore. Right. This is a, this is the victim. Yeah. Of a sexual assault, and they're investigate the school. The school is investigating her. I just find this, it's so astonishingly antiquated and backward. Like, this is like a world we've we have all since agreed. I think collectively, we've all, all decent people have since agreed. Like, that's not how you treat people who come to the police and say, hey, man, this, this bad thing happened to me. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that if me as a man, if I were walking down the street and somebody jumped me and beat the shit out of me and stole my wallet, right? Yeah, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't. They wouldn't investigate you to see if to I see carried if you, a big wallet yeah, that day. Exactly. Like, oh, were you walking around with a fucking big juicy wallet in your pocket? Like, nobody would do that. Or like, you know what I, I mean? Wa- I don't walk around with anything juicy on me because <laughs> anything that's that's juicy around me gets consumed. Gets eaten, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. That's just it's just so outrageous. Like, not only is it a gender double standard, sure, um, but like the sexual politics that are involved are 
just incredibly antiquated. There is an argument to be said that she knew what the snake was, though, when she signed on to BYU. You know, there's an argument to be said there that she signed up for a place that she, you know, that that she knew had an honor code, that she knew had all these things. I mean, she 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 attended this university. Now she might not have had a lot of options, right? When you go to B, I think BYU is a pretty good school. I don't know much yeah, about I know. it, I, but I think it's a pretty good school. I know it's a sports school. I know that they have a, a good sports type thing going on there, so they might have, it might require some sort of academics. But I think at a certain point, um, when you're brought up in the Mormon culture, like there's probably only like one school they're willing to send you, and that's probably it. So there might she might not right. have had much choice, um, but she definitely decided to go there and. You know, you have to understand the consequences when you go to a place like this. And the thing is, and the reality is, is that the consequences actually are that you could get raped and no one will care. That's the consequence. I mean, fucking think about that for a second. Like, you're like, you know, and can you imagine? And, and, I don't, a, and I don't right. feel, I don't feel like that's a good consequence. No, I know you don't. And I don't feel like that's a just consequence. And I don't feel like anyone should expect that. But from what we're seeing and from what's, what's being portrayed in this story, that's the consequence. Which is unbelievably appalling, yes. right? Because, like, you know, in, a, in I, I can imagine that there are a, a number of families who are basically like, look, man, I mean, we're fucking a Mormon family. BYU is where this we is go. It. This is This it. is the only place yep. I'll pay for, yeah. you know? And it's like, if you're a student of relatively limited experience and limited means and your folks are going to send you here yeah. and you're going to sign off on a code thinking, well, okay, probably I don't get raped, yeah. right? Well, I guess I have to, I mean, think about the horror of that. It's like, well, I want a college education to, to move my life forward. And I have to sign off on this honor code thing and then just roll the dice and hope that I don't get raped. Because if I do, not only do I have to suffer the fucking trauma of a sexual assault and all the aftermath of that, but then I also have to be re-victimized by the institution right. itself and I, that I trusted to keep yep. me safe. And I don't know that she necessarily broke the honor code. Right. That's the thing, right? You don't necessarily, and from this article, it was not, clear, not clear whether she broke the honor code at all. But so, even to be investigated, but, is but the being investigated means you're suspended from classes, and when you're suspended from classes, means you can't, you might not stay there, and if you don't stay there, then the rape can, can case might be dropped because you're not there. Outrageous. You know, when I study some of the definitions of Bible words, I can define exactly what Planned Parenthood is. It's evil. It's wicked. It's ungodly. It's hellish. It's shameful. Sister, it comes from Pink News. Pope Francis, it's aggressive narcissism to teach kids about safe sex and protection. A narcissism, says a man who lives in a private country, yeah. nestled <laughs> in another private country. Who could, at any point, be carried around in his own individual vehicle <laughs> with bulletproof glass <laughs> that we call, affectionately, the Pope Mobile. Yeah. Narcissism? Yeah. Really? And you know what? It's aggressive narcissism to think that your kid's sex life is about you, actually. That's aggressive narcissism. No kidding, yeah. right? It's like, it's, it's, we are going to promote narcissism if kids know that they can fucking put a rubber on and not, you know, end up impregnating somebody or insist upon a rubber and not end up becoming pregnant. That's it. And he says in here, he, he, I don't remember the exact words. I don't want to look it up because I don't care. But he says in here something along the lines of, look, you know, if we, if we teach them about safe sex, then what we're doing is denying them the reality 
of the finality of procreation, right? That, that procreation, sex is for procreation. Procreation has a finality. The finality is the birth of the child. So if they can just have sex without the consequences, the potential consequences of this finality act, right? This procreative act, then, you know, kids are somehow going to become narcissists. Kids are already narcissists. Yeah, kids, got to break them at that shit like a bronco. <laughs> there is no such animal more self-centered than the teenager, oh. right? When I was a teenager, and this is true, when I was a teenager, the entire rest of the world ceased to exist for about four and a half years. All I cared about was me. Me, 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 also later, me. You were tangential to me. Sure. No matter who you were. Because that's part of that growth, that's that's part of that that intellectual and, and emotional development of being a teenager, finding who you are, and developing a sense of self and developing a sense of individuality. That's all part and parcel of that. There is no more narcissistic creature possible to create than a teenage human being. I just think that maybe they probably shouldn't get pregnant because they're narcissists. Right. Like Again, they think the it's time. all about them, and then they have a kid, and now it's not about you. Right. right? I think... You know, we we talk about it. We talk about at least the Pope is talking about this as if this were you know we're not telling them about the finality of it. I think that's what safe sex and and, and this sort of STD prevention is. It is. That's exactly what it is. It's it's us telling about the finality of this sexual act. Yes, this sexual act is is its origin is to create more humans. However, we as humans use this sexual act as for bonding. We use it for you know for our own pleasure. We use it for procreation. There's all these things that we use this sexual act for. So let's talk about ways in which you can use this sexual act or not use this sexual act if you, you know, if you don't think that it's, right. it, that it's that you're up to and make sure that you don't have that finality because fucking, you know, more, more kids that have kids is a bad thing. It's generally Wait, a write bad that thing. Down. That seems like a good note to make. Let's yeah. make a t-shirt. <laughs> At one point, he says, I want to quote, he says, yeah. this, this way of thinking promotes narcissism and aggressively in place of acceptance. It is always irresponsible to invite adolescents to toy with their bodies and their desires. Man, I played with my body so much when I was fucking an adolescent. I should have had a Tonka logo. <laughs> don't invite them. It's not like you don't need to fucking invite a kid to grab his dick or fucking put a finger somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? Like the kids are going to figure it out. It's They're going to figure out fucking, but they're not going to know the consequences unless you educate unless you them. tell them about right. it. Right. But they'll figure out the fucking part. Because it's not terribly complicated. Yeah. It's not. That's why fucking frogs can do it, right? <laughs> like everything can figure this out. The other thing, too, is we are not a, we are not a species that enters into heat, right? Right. Like many species are only interested in sex and sexuality when one of the when when the when the right. female is right. in heat, right? Now, so like heat, now when you say heat, I'm always sweating. Am I in heat? No, then? you're that? fat. Oh, okay. And that's, that's mostly Crisco. That's, that's, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. But but most animals, not I know I'm gonna get fucking emails from biologists. It's actually 39%. That's not most many animals, fine. Sure. They they are only sexually active when the opposite sex, you know, right. the females yeah. in heat. The rest bite. of the time I try to get they get they bite me. They don't right. like that's, it. Yeah. They don't they yeah. fight back real hard. <laughs> they, this is that's fucking awful. Oh shit. Uh but we're not that animal. 
Right. Right. We're not that animal. Like you have no idea if the opposite sex, like if they're in heat, if it's me, I'm always in heat. Right. Yes. Yeah, ready? Sure. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Let's yep. do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't care. I've got the flu. I don't care. <laughs> I got the flu. It doesn't matter at all. You're like vomiting midway through. <laughs> Fine. It's hey, okay. I'll brush my teeth. I'll be right back. Yeah. I got a minute. <laughs> No, I just go on her. It's, oh, it's, Jesus. Come on, there's people into that. That's some German video, there's dude. People That's what that. that is. You're going to email from German. I am not going to do that. Okay, <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> fine. You will be carrying... Men who are fags with testicles will be carrying babies in their testicles and giving birth to them through their anus. That's how impossible it is for you to That's get right. this house. That's right. When you start carrying a baby in your bags yes, and right. birthing that baby through your ass, then right. you can own this house. Until I see you pull a baby out yes. your ass, you ain't going to pull this church out from underneath to us. And boom, shakalaka yes. goes right there. Yes, and all you fags can go to hell and That's do right. it now. So this is great. This is, our, uh, this is our buddy. This is Pastor Manning. This is from the Joe My God blog. What I love about this this image that jo, that Joe my God found, it really looks like someone is putting a rectal thermometer in his ass, right and he's now. loving it too. Oh yeah, he's yeah, got he's yeah. loving it like McDonald's yeah. is loving it, right? Yeah, <laughs> his eyes are closed, but his fists aren't clenched. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> his toes are curled. Right? Oh yeah, that's a man who knows how to relax just the right spot. Yeah, for sure. Let's listen to this. This is Pastor Manning talking about. Gay people getting cancer in their butthole. Oh, shocking. He's obsessed again with the butt. I got a word from you. I got a word of knowledge, a word of prophecy. And I want you, preacher, to use this word of prophecy ever, whithersoever you go. Whithersoever you go? Wait, 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 wait. Well, it's a single word of prophecy. What is it? Anal? <laughs> <laughs> it's his only search term in Google. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That God is going to put a burning... God's going to put a cancer in the butthole. <laughs> That's called too many habaneros, man. That's what that is. That's I, an Indian I, ghost I pepper. was just going to say I had Indian last night, <laughs> and I had cancer in the butthole this morning. <laughs> God's going to put a cancer in the butthole of every sodomite. Every sodomite's butthole. Well, he has it for fucking thousands of years. He's <laughs> behind. Thou- hey! <laughs> hey! Hey! <laughs> Nicely done. He's going to put a cancer in the butthole. Oh. He's going to do it. He is. He hasn't yet. And there's fucking gay people that are right. There are gay people right now dying happy. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't get my cancer in my butthole. Yeah. Anyway, ugh, and they're there's, there's plenty of gay people right now having gay sex. Right. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, man, nice butthole. I and like the way it doesn't it, currently have cancer. And, and what about like like two lesbians are going to just uh, like have it in the butthole? Be like, For no reason. They're like, I was Jesus, even, I was, all I was doing was scissoring. That's it. Right? Yeah. Like, I was like, my, fucking my face is fine. I don't yeah. know what the- Everyone that practices sodomy. From the day of this message, we'll get cancer in the butthole. Everybody who practices sodomy. So straight people that just fucking yeah. go to town. That's yeah. it. Sodomy is, it, is also a blowjob, too, isn't it? I was going to say, yeah, sodomy is any oral yeah, sex. Yeah, it's anything. So we're all getting cancer in the butthole? Because I'll tell you what, like if oral sex is completely off the table, you're probably no fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, really, if that's off the table... I'm shopping somewhere else. Yeah. Like, we're going to a different table. <laughs> right there. It'll burn and burn and burn. <laughs> burn and burn and burn and burn. 
Butthole Inferno, burn, burn baby, burn. burn. <laughs> You'll have to, the manufacturers will have to go into manufacturing chairs where people can stand up because they won't be able to sit down. Why would I want a chair? <laughs> Wait a minute. I got to have a standing chair. Look, I have a standing desk at work. Why would I have a standing chair? <laughs> like, it, And then your chair has a standing chair. It's like a never-ending series of chairs stacked higher. What is a standing chair? Oh, a standing chair is no chair. You literally have just, no chair. You don't you need stand. it. Yeah. <laughs> a, I think they're going to manufacture a vertical bed. You just <laughs> lean against the mattress on the wall. What are you talking about? Because of the burning in their butthole, every sodomite. That way we'll know it's a sodomite because he can't sit down. He can't sit down. He's got a burning in his butthole. Yeah, because you'll walk into a room and be like, who can sit down in this room? I can sit on my butt. <laughs> Anybody else has to use one of them standing chairs? <laughs> What's wrong with you? He's got a fire. He's got a flame coming out of his butthole. He's got a flame. He's got to have special asbestos diapers. Asbestos. <laughs> you get mesothelioma of the butt. Like, oh, man, these asbestos diapers. Oh, these asbestos diapers, they scratch. They're as worstest. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Asbestos diapers. When God gets through with the sodomite, this is the word of the Lord. No, wait, no, you just made all of this up. The word of the Lord? What fucking section of the Bible is this in? It's, it's, a, it's in his burning, three. It's in burning assholes <laughs> number two. This guy. How many people go to this church? What is the... Do you know what the congregational numbers are? I have no idea. For this fucking church? How many people are standing up at this church? Yeah, That's right. what I want to know. What's your ratio of standing up people? And why is the preacher standing the whole time? That's interesting. Hmm. This is the prophecy of Almighty God. This is the Lord's word. This is the Lord's word. And pastor, if you are a sodomite, God's going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. Turn on the afterburner. I saw that video, though, where oh. like, they light their farts on fire. Seen that one. <laughs> yeah. Just constantly walking yeah. around with a fucking blowtorch out yeah. of your ass. It's not two girls, one cup. It's like three guys, one bick. Oh. Yeah. You're going to need an asbestos diaper. You better go and pray to God and ask God to heal you before this word cools down. Wait, wait where's he going to? Is he going to fucking like give me a prostate exam to heal me? He's going to heal. He's going to heal my... My my flaming asshole. That, yeah. Like that's. Then I don't need the asbestos diapers anymore. I have a standing chair. What a preparation H. I think is has a commercial about that, right? With the little yeah. The, oh, the tux, tux medicated, medicated pads. pads. Yeah, it. you remember that's, those? So is all your sudden, asshole burning? <laughs> all the tux people are just like, oh man, we just can't wait for this. We're burning gonna make a mint, money. right? You better ask God to heal you, and then you'll tell God, I'm gonna preach against every sodomite. I'm going to preach against the sodomite maker, Barack Hussein Obama, the son of Satan. Why is he making sodomites? Does he have a sodomite-making machine? He's got a sodomite gun. What does that look like? What is a sodomite machine? It's like a snow cone machine, but it just makes sodomites? It's like a sodomite gun. It's just a big dick. <laughs> just shoots out fucking big white stuff, covers you. Yeah. yeah. It's like a super soaker. It's not that For big. me, though, it's more like a dribble. It's like a silly string. A super dribble. <laughs> yeah. And let's not let's just take super out of there and just call it a dribble. <laughs> I'm gonna become a sodomite slayer like James David Manning up there in Harlem, New York City. I'm gonna become a sodomite slayer. Otherwise, you're going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. <laughs> Jeez. Those are my only two options. Well, I gotta, Either I have to be a sodomite slayer or I'm gonna have a flame shooting out of my ass. God, that seems 
It, am terrible. I at least rocket propelled then? When is this going to happen? Nothing could propel you. Are you <laughs> kidding me? There is no series of rockets, large, small, or sideways that are going to actually move your bulk. But it's a nice thought. It is. It, does it ever stop? Like, is there, is it just a constant asshole flame? Mm. Like, what's the source? Is it just... Yeah, it's like the eternal flame. <laughs> it's just, everybody's just walking around fucking flames licking out of their ass. Like, it's, it's fucking everybody. Everybody's a sodomite. Preacher, you won't be able to sit now. I will if I can sit in my asbestos chair, motherfucker. Oh, or if I'm sitting in my standing chair. Right? I got fucking choices. <laughs> Tell me what I can't do. You will not... You're gonna have to make, they're gonna have to make special asbestos diapers. If you thought that AIDS was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. When is it happening? When is it, where did this fucking divine crazy person revelation come from? He doesn't, like, it's so funny because he's just like, here's some shit that's gonna happen. We're gonna, 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 gonna. When yeah. is it gonna happen? Because people have been fucking putting shit in places since there's been people with places. Yeah. That's how people work. Yeah. It's like, at some point, it gets a little weird, and you're just like, what about if we did this? And that's just how it is. Like, fucking people be people, right? So for the entire history of humanity, somebody's fucking put something in somewhere that makes it sodomy, right? Because it's oral sex, it's anal sex, it's everything other than missionary-style procreative sex. Yeah. So fucking for 100,000 years of our history, God's been like, I wish y'all would stop. I'm gonna make the flames come, but I, you know, not till next Thursday. You ain't seen nothing yet until you see the flaming butthole, and that way we'll know who is the sodomite undercover, because your butthole will be flaming, and you'll need an asbestos diaper, and you will not be able to sit down. Thus saith the Lord God Almighty to every sodomite and to every sodomite sympathizer and to everyone who tries to come against the word of God. God will inflict you as well. Likewise, he'll afflict you and afflict your children. Wait, afflict my kid? Wait, my children? What the fuck do they do? Jesus. What if they're hate-filled bigots? Oh my gosh. Yeah, what if they're like totally like fucking like gay slayers or whatever you called right. yourself earlier? That seems like a fucking bad deal. Like it's it's fucking Sucks for them. So it's sodomites, sodomite sympathizers, and all of their kids? Jeez. That's a fucking, that's basically everybody but you. Now, you want to talk about global warming, all those asses on fire? It's done for. <laughs> we, are, we are in a tough spot. So long, polar ice caps. <laughs> Can you imagine being a gas station attendant? Just fucking walking around. <laughs> Can you imagine being a polar bear? <laughs> Podcasters. They live in squalor, destitute and disenfranchised, eking out an existence as best they can in such desolate places as Chicago. In pairs, but otherwise alone, they suffer from hunger and thirst, barely making it day to day on store brand chicken wings and weak domestic beer. In the arms of the angel, But now you can help. For just a few dollars a podcast, pennies a day, you can give them the restaurant-style chicken wings and imported beer that they so desperately need. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can make a difference in their lives, allowing them the opportunity to rant unfettered 
as nature intended. Please, go to patreon.com backslash dissonancepod today, make a pledge, and help these poor, innocent creatures lead a life worth living. Sister, it comes also from Right Wing Watch, and delightfully, it's Alex Jones again! The GOP's treatment of Donald Trump makes Jim Crow look like a blessing. Wow. Jim Crow? Yes. Wasn't he the guy from that movie? The Crow? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump and his crew and Paul Manafort and others have a lot of tricks up their sleeves that aren't dirty, but are going to be able to block some of the establishment punches being thrown uh, at this uh, free and open election that if this was a normal election, Trump would already be obviously uh, the nominee and people would be getting behind him. But the Republicans have said, the head of the Republican Party in Colorado has said in a tweet, I'm ready to burn down the party. Let's do it. I mean, for me, this is just incredible that these individuals uh, are clearly operatives wanting to make a one-party system. What are you talking about a one-party system? How the the Republican Party how the is one party. That? How do you infer that? <laughs> like, how the fuck do you even get there? That doesn't even make any fucking sense, man. Like, you just fucking said a bunch of shit, and then you're like, yeah, fucking square root of negative one. It doesn't make any sense at I, all. Like, what we're gonna the make, what? All the Republicans are going to blow up the Republican Party, fracturing the party potentially into two, making three parties, thus we have a one-party system? How does adding one to two make one? <laughs> How does that work? It's a negative. What the fuck? I, uh, like, the thing is, is this guy, he all he wants to do is just, I think he's either crazy, and there's a good possibility of that, or he's just trying to find some way to incite people, because this doesn't make any sense at all. To say that, you know, Trump is some sort of political insider that's trying to break up that party. Maybe that's true. I have no idea, right? I don't have fucking av- I don't have any fucking uh, chance to tell you the operation of Trump's mind. Okay, can't tell you. I can't even tell you the operation of his tiny little hands. I can't tell you. That. <laughs> that's because you need to look real closely <laughs> while he's using. Yeah, it. while he's fingering his daughter. But, oh Jesus! Uh, well, he only did it a couple times. She didn't notice yeah. tiny hands. <laughs> it's just like I'm at the doctor. It's like one of those little popsicle sticks they put. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's got flat, popsicle. It's got flat fingers. It's real splintery. Yeah, it is. It's man. Wow. So anyway, the idea though is that is that you know he may be fucking trying to fuck with everybody. Like we said, like a bunch of people said earlier, like fucking Trump seemed like he was super liberal early on in his career. Now he's not. And what what's going on? Is he just going to hand it over to Hillary when it comes time to actually get the nomination, et cetera, et cetera? But the fact is, is that it's a two party system. It's probably still going to be a two-party system after all this shit blows up. Yep. Even after, even if fucking Trump is a giant fucking semi to the wall of the fucking outside of the Republican Party, you know, just boom, fucking hits it. I do not think that, you know, it, they may lose him one election, but I don't think it's going to splinter the party. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure the Republican Party. The Republican Party, if it does break, the Republican Party has been breaking for the last 10 years. The Tea Party did not help the Republican Party, right? Those right. guys are are a splinter group of the Republican Party that has done some fucked up shit to yeah. to the cohesiveness yeah. and the and the whole of that party. And now you've got Trump, you know, who is this weird juggernaut of a candidate and who knows what kind of impact he's going to have on the party, right? So the Republican Party has been in trouble for a lot of years. The Republican Party has been damaged and in trouble and not operating at 100% by any stretch of the imagination for probably the last eight to 12 years. 
that, that that I've seen. But Trump is not going to be the thing that breaks the camel's back. Here. Yeah, it's not. It's, mm -mm. it's just not. And basically globalize things. They've already moved on wanting jobs at the U.N. or jobs at the IMF or World Bank. When they keep on saying the U.N., you're just like, oh, God, you guys don't understand how the U.N. works. They're a letter writing committee. It seriously is like fucking pen pals. Right? It's ridiculous. It, they talk about shit. They try to fix some shit once in a while. I think they have a gavel. Don't they have yeah. a gavel? They fucking wear suits and they have interpreters. I just fucking like that. They think it's that there's some sort of fucking like black helicopter crazy right. ops. I'd love to see the proof of that. It's the UN, man. Like, they get together and they're like, should we all have a vote to agree to write a sternly worded letter yeah. that says, stop committing genocide? And even that, even that, just like, wait a minute, let's yeah. have a vote let's on whether or not we can that. use the word genocide. Mm. Uh, and these people are just open traitors. I think this is sedition. This is uh, private parties working together uh, to create an oligarchy. Uh, and, and I don't say this for rhetoric. You're the one they're wanting to arrest. If they want to arrest me and they have all this power, why wouldn't they just arrest me? I know. What, like, it, what, what it is seems the thing like, I'm doing yeah, that stops them? It seems like they have fucking everything but a stargate at their right. fucking at their at their back in command. You're saying that like these people have this incredible amount of of power and global reach and all of a bit 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 bit. Fine. But and they're like, well, they want to stop you. They want to shut you down. Well, then why don't they shut me down? No, they, Nobody's he, shutting me down. He says the same thing about himself, though. They're I know. Gonna, they're going to shut me down. They're going to shut me down. They're not going to shut you down. They don't even care about you. Nobody You're a crazy a person. Right. Yeah. We're saying we should, you know, exercise our First Amendment and demonstrate. I think this is criminal. I, I mean, this is an attempt to take the country over. What is an attempt to take the country over? The, that, the, that the Republicans might exert control over their own party and, and, and use a series of rules to deny Trump the candidacy? Is he doesn't that, even like Trump. That's an, but, I mean, that's the attempt to take to take the country yeah, over? I know. I don't even understand. Oh, fucking God, if you did, we'd have to call someone. <laughs> uh, this is a racketeering. This, is, this makes Jim Crow look like a blessing. Nothing makes Jim Crow look like a blessing, says the people that were lynched during the Jim Crow era, right? This makes the Jim Crow... What does it have to do with Jim Crow? What possible thing does this have to do with Jim Crow? For people who are not familiar, you know, because there are people from outside the United sure. States, what's Jim Crow? Read it from Wikipedia. Jim Crow laws were state and local laws enforcing racial segregation in the southern United States enacted after the Reconstruction period. These laws continued in force, and I want to say this out loud, until 1965. God, yeah. how then, embarrassing is that? And let me just say this, too. I know we're not going into this conversation, but then you hear those fucking idiots who are like, oh, fucking Civil War was a long time ago. And it's like, yeah, fucking Jim Crow is still fucking enshrined into our system of laws since 1960 yeah. motherfucking 1965, five. 1965, yeah. Right? Yeah. Two, two, three generations tops. Yeah. You're going to pretend that that was 212 yeah. years ago, and that's when you're going to put your dividing yeah. line? Anyway. Um, so they mandated racial segregation in all public facilities in states of the former Confederate states, starting in 1890 with a separate but equal statute for African Americans. He's saying that that was a blessing, that Jim Crow, which I don't even understand how it relates in any way to Donald Trump maybe not being the candidate. <laughs> what the fucking what? How do you connect those dots? Yeah. It's like it's like talking about Hillary's campaign and being like, well, maybe genocide for the Jews was a, was a blessing in disguise. Well, maybe, who knows? Because otherwise, Hillary Clinton, you're just like, just because you said a thing after or before the other thing I seriously doesn't don't know where this intellectually guy is going. connect them. 
I, I mean, I know that uh, I don't have rhetoric strong enough is what I'm saying, Roger, to describe yes. the climate these people have entered into. I mean, what can we really say about Ted Cruz? I liked Ted Cruz six months ago, but this guy is just a monster. What a monster? Why is he, what has monster. changed? He looks like a monster. I'll give yeah. you that. <laughs> If you took Grandpa and mixed his face with Bat Boy, you would have Ted Cruz. <laughs> Giving him a prostate exam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you could accept the fact that this city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, Mr. Yes. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. So also from Right Wing Watch, also Alex Jones talking to Kamal Salim, who I'm not even familiar with, but fucking let's do this thing, Cecil. All right. I know you're just a highly regarded, really smart guy, and I, and I hope you can come part of the show, giving us inside intel and understanding uh, from what you've witnessed uh, to you know to decipher what's happening. But just give us a snapshot of your awakening. His awakening is when Robin Williams threw a tennis ball yeah. to him. That's his awakening. <laughs> Punk. Catches us. Stare straight. Forward. Great, I'm going to take you to the ball game. <laughs> what we're facing, a lot of folks are calling this a radical Islamic sleeper cell, Tet Offensive in the making. The Tet Offensive this in the making? This guy just, he, all he does is just take terms from history and just glues them together and the, they don't make any sense. The Tet Offensive, the, yeah. the, the Tet Offensive from the Vietnam War, yeah. that's what he's... What what I don't understand that I don't understand that at all. That's like that's like saying like oh the Battle of the Somme coming tomorrow. Like what are you talking about? This guy is crazy. Tell us your experience, why you woke up, and what you think's coming, sir. Well, what's going on all in all that uh, the isms are coming together. Not the isms, not the isms, <laughs> the jisms. <laughs> <laughs> They're all coming together, <laughs> like Islamism. Socialism, secularism, fascism, liberalism, sec secularism. Okay. All right. Opposing uh, all the opposing ideologies. Yeah. Well, liberalism. He didn't say republicanism. I guess. I guess so, not. Or yeah. conservatism. All of them are part of the ISIS movement for the last days, and they are united together for one world order yes. to you know to make the whole world in pluralism, uh, one state, one heart, and therefore. What? Okay. I was wondering, <laughs> wondering about this. What's the big deal about that? I understand the idea of like, like if we're all one world, then you might start losing culture because now you're all part of it's autonomy. It's, yeah, though. that's part of what I think it is. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it's autonomy. I think I think if you have, I think the idea is that the bigger you get, the less control you as the people have. Right. I mean, what I see is my day to day life doesn't change much if we're. New World Order of America, or if we're United States of America. My day-to-day -day life probably doesn't change very much. Hell, my month-to-month my -month life probably doesn't change very much. Maybe the, you know, the amount on my check every week changes. I don't know. But as a person, I don't know that that would change much. It's just, eh, I think it would change a lot for a lot of people in you know, desperately poor parts of the world. So that would be kind of awesome. So I think what you're picturing, Cecil, is like a one-world government where the government is actually acting on behalf of the people in a positive way, like in a like, hey, every we're all under the same umbrella now, so let's lift up the boats of everybody. But what if the government was, you know, an evil or corrupt government? Like, what if it was a one-world government under Kim Jong Un, right? Then like you, that yeah, would be because then there's no opposing governments right, to to right, offset. But, that. I know, but they're talking about like 
how I understand what you're saying, right? There's yeah. no other government to, to oppose it. I get it. And that makes sense, right? I, I'll, 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 I'll admit that point. But at the same time, we're talking about governments like, you know, the ones that are in the position to do that. Kim Jong-un is, isn't even fucking any position to do that. Like right. the only way he could be a fucking one world government is if he ate the rest of the world. <laughs> like the rest of the people, though. It's a hot dog based <laughs> economy. What's going on? This is amazing. It's all it's hot dogs made out of the assholes of prisoners. That's oh, what Jesus Christ. <laughs> Enjoy your gulag franks. Oh. <laughs> they slim down when we cook them. <laughs> or it will throw off the whole civilization into protection from different things, and now they have to go under a world uh, government. What is that? Wait, protection I, from I different don't, things? I don't know what that means. I don't I don't know what that Wait, means. Wait, what are we protecting? Pro from things. Like what? Bears? No. no. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Burglars. Like, we're all joining together. Like, oh, guys, hey, look, I know we don't like each other. I know North Korea, South Korea, it's time, buddy. I'm coming to the fucking DRZ. We're going to hug it out. Here we go. Bears, man. Bears. <laughs> fucking, we have got to be friends Holy shit, have you seen the size of those bears? Here's the thing. We melted the polar ice caps and they have nowhere to go. <laughs> they're and they're on the way here right, right now. now. They're right now. America is the final frontier. <laughs> Wait a minute. What the? No, space is, is the, the final, final frontier. frontier. Gene Roddenberry's Jeez, pissed right now. fucking captain's log, That's bitch. That's some bullshit. The fuck? And if America does not take a stand, this is the tipping point. Jesus, keep saying fucking meaningless platitudes. This is the tipping point. It's the final frontier. Yeah, because all the it's rest of the world has come together. It is what it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about the coaching. <laughs> that America will never be the same again by this election from this time, because it is really we're not dealing with a president here. We 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 we're dealing with a whole new world order that they want to change America. And the first enemy in the United States of America are the Christians, and the second part are the Jews. What the it's most of them? What the fuck are we doing with our Sunday? That's oh. a, that's the thing. Like I want to ask. Like fucking I. Now I'm fucking mad. Let's do okay? it. Yes, our beers the fuck, are down. Dude, like I, I'm wasting a Sunday here. Yes, listening to some fucking jag off with a bookshelf and a fucking goddamn face mic. Mm -hmm. Tell me nothing. You would be happy if you weren't doing this, though. And it is my goal to make you unhappy. So enjoy this story. This guy makes all the sense, dude. The bears are coming. <laughs> Look, let's iterate the point. Secularism, secularism, socialism, secularism, progressive secularism, ism-ism. Isms. Right? Yeah, jism. Those guys are all going to join forces. Sure. And stick the sheets together. Anti yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, And stick your underwear to your I mean, dick. Cold water. Yeah. Cold water. Washing cold water. Or just pull it off and enjoy the pain. <laughs> yeah. It's part it's of the I experience. Do. It's what I do. It's just pull it off. <laughs> just look at myself in the mirror. I lock eyes with myself oh, just, and I pull it off. That's just, what You just point at so the this mirror. <laughs> this is for you. This is for you. Enjoy this. <laughs> well, that that's just totally derailed, and I feel real uncomfortable. <laughs> Their agenda is, for example, is to take God and prayers out of education system, reduce parental uh, authority over children. Wait, wait a minute. How could you possibly? What what is the government going to pass a law that says parents aren't responsible for their kids anymore? Well, because that would be awesome. They have that in Ohio, in Idaho. Right. It turns out. <laughs> they just yeah. don't have to do anything. Like parents, just parent. Who else is going to do the work? Are you going to walk and be like, oh, man. Not gotta... me, motherfucker. Right? You'd be like, I'm going to feed the kids. Mm. Oh, the government says I don't have to. Well, then fuck them. <laughs> I don't care. I'm hungry, Dad. Fuck off. Government says I don't have to feed you. Mm. I don't know. 
I'm not contractually obligated. Yeah. Destroy the traditional Christian family uh, structure. Uh, you know, if sex is free, then abortion should be legal and free. What? What? What the fuck is he talking about? If, if sex is free, meaning like free love, what is he saying? If sex is free, then it's free all the time? I don't understand that at like all. If is sex free? is free, is he suggesting sex become more expensive? Well, I hope so. Because <laughs> right now it's super cheap. Who pays who? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like whoever is the less willing partner. As, that the, the, as the oil prices go up, <laughs> the lube prices go, go up. up. Yeah, it's petroleum based. Uh, make divorce uh, applicable to everybody because so marriage has no value. Homosexuality be alternative lifestyle. What? Debase art and make it to run mad. Use media to promote. What is happening? Debate he, he's just, art. He's and make listing it, things. He's listing things, Tom. I know that makes you. I love. I know you love that sort of thing. God. But he's listing things. That's not how you make a point. And change. Yes, sir. And, and, and Mr. Slim, we're almost out of time. We're gonna have the maker of the movie. Check. That's it. I think that's, that's it. the whole thing. What was the whole thing? That was the whole thing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's like it's like going to the to the uh, Asian massage parlor and getting interrupted at the end. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> That was just a back rub. I wanted him to. I wanted him to finish too. That's what, what I wanted. Fucking nobody's leaving happy. <laughs> Everybody's grumpy for the rest of the day. What just happened there? I'm gonna go home and be mean to my wife. I just walk around fucking angry with your teeth clenched. <laughs> Tense all day. Stupid non hand job giving <laughs> hand jobs. Finish myself off. It's not the same. <laughs> Don't even have to tip anybody. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Also from Right Wing Watch, Jim Baker. This is the best. Oh, thing. here we go. This is amazing. Did satanic giants build Stonehenge? <laughs> yes. Yes. Here we go. Yes. I think the answer <gasps> is yes. What I tried to do is I tried to weave through there the reason that giants were infiltrating Israel. Why are we go? Like, wait, like San Francisco Woo! Giants? I mean, talking about like the San Francisco Giants. The Giants? The New York Giants? These are sports teams, right? No. Oh, okay. No. They're albums. <laughs> I feel like you're lying to By me. By Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> and why Satan has been, uh, why Israel has been hated passionately by so many nations, why does Satan hate what's going on in this little nation and it still survives? Well, th we've already proven many, many times through your own logic that Satan has zero power. Right. Yeah, but it still survives. Or Satan has all the power. It's like, well, it's, it it's on one of the other. Yeah, it's right? one of the other. Yeah, yeah. It depends on whatever is convenient. Well, Israel survives because they buy incredible weapons from the United States. That's why they survive, because they're surrounded on all sides by, by countries that have weapon systems from the fucking 1940s and 50s and 60s, and Israel gets access to modern-day, sure. I mean, cutting-edge, yeah. United States-made weaponry. That's why they survive. Yeah. They survive because during the Seven-Day War, it only lasted seven days, Yeah, right? They were just like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. What about if we did this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like fucking Mr. Miyagi versus all yeah. those punk kids, yeah, right? Wait, wait a second. Hold on. We're going to break the sound barrier. <laughs> Give us a second. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you're fucking, when you're flying in propeller planes. Right. <laughs> it's the conquistadors versus the Aztecs, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, there's a lot of us. Mm, 
none of you count. Yeah. <laughs> like, and why did they have these giant beings trying to wipe them out? And it's all about. I thought he said beams, but I he, thought he said I think, beans. But I think he <laughs> like said <a> giant <laughs> beings. But giant beams to wipe you out. Maybe that's what the maybe that's what the green giant swings. No, I think that's maybe what what <laughs> that's a giant beam, like a fuck a big wood beam. Right? No, I think like I think what he's talking about is up. he's talking about the 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 weapon systems of Israel. Giant beams, they just, just shoot. laser. <laughs> pew 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 pew. He's out to destroy God's creation and His whole plan of redemption and contaminate the human race because Jesus came not to save hybrids or or non-human beings or fallen angels or Lucifer. He came to save human beings and to have a family. Satan is out to destroy that and have his own seed and make his own family and he wasn't going to try to do that. He knows what the Bible has said about Israel that it is the place where God has chosen to live forever. To live forever? That's where he's chosen. God's going to live there. Where I, is he at I now? Don't, I don't live there forever, but it's my summer home. So I go there every year. I go to the temple, one of those temples on the rocks or whatever, by the wall, <laughs> the where I make them wail all the time. I go over there where all they wear their dreadlocks and their little top hats and their tuxedos. I make them do that, all that stuff. And that's where I live only, only partially, part of the time. The rest of the time... Montana. Because <laughs> it's beautiful. Y'all been there? It's beautiful. It's big sky country up here. Love watching those horses run around. That's where God is going to spend all of his time. Where is he at now? Like, where is God when, like, some dude blows himself up on a bus? Isn't he supposed to be all of creation anyway? Isn't he supposed to be infinite? I had no idea that he was so nationalistic. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I'm just going to take all of creation and stuff it in these borders real uh, just, quick. Here we go. Can you see You see where I drew him in the dirt? It's no? Like, fucking Israel is a sausage casing. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought America, according to these guys, I thought we were the, we yeah, were the nation we were of the exceptionalism. Yeah, right? uh, fucking Israel, taking it away. God. So he's out, to, be, and he built his little squatter's hut up there on the Temple Mount. You know that, that temple? Hey, he's right. I got, that's all I live in is squatter's huts. Wait, God built a squatter's yeah, hut? Yeah, with my coon dog. That's what I or do. Is it, or is it Satan that no, built No, God built a squatter hut wherever he goes. That's how he lives. Don't you understand? We got to squat wherever we go. That's, that's how it works. Because he knows what the Bible says about that place. So this is what I did. I weaved through there. Why? And what are the what is the evidence for giant beings on this earth? We all know about Stonehenge, right? Yeah. No, God, please oh, tell here me. Here we go. Oh, here we go, bro. Me. Please tell me what, what is the evidence. evidence for giants? For giants! The evidence! The evidence for giants! I can't wait. Was it Shaq? <laughs> Is it, is it that big Chinese guy? It's a big, <laughs> yeah, big Yao Ming. His name is Big Chinese Guy. We all know about Stonehenge, right? Yes. 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 Is that where they sat? <laughs> <laughs> it's their standing chairs. No, see, they were all sodomites, so their asshole was burning and they had to stand in their standing chairs. And that's just one out of hundreds and hundreds of gigantic places around the world. <laughs> gigantic places? Just big places? <laughs> Just big places. Like it's the Gobi place. Desert? It's the places. Just big places. Super big. Welcome. Welcome to my gigantic place. <laughs> no, take your shoes off. <laughs> I don't want you to get any mud on my gigantic carpets. <laughs> my gigantic place. <laughs> 
So wait a minute, you're it's, a giant. It's it's tough. It's tough to have a gigantic place in Manhattan. Oh admittedly, the fucking prices are through the roof. You got to get out of the city in order to have a gigantic place out there. Okay, okay, you're a giant. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta we gotta go back because I can't. No, I get it. Yeah, you're I'm, a giant I'm here with you, and you can move these huge rocks, right? right? Sure. Yeah. And so you make them into a Stonehenge. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look around and think, I could have made a chair. Like I could have. <laughs> Like I should have had a kitchen. Like I could. Well, that's Instead why I just made a circle well, of rocks. Well, then you just and then you realize you're the error of your ways, and you migrate to the next gigantic place. What, what gigantic place? <laughs> what is he even talking about? Like Machu Picchu? Like what is he talking about? <laughs> gigantic places that testify that some sort of supernatural power or giants were involved in its construction, and I documented in this book. That's it. <laughs> I documented what? That giants were involved in the construction because you can't explain that humans were able to move those rocks just fucking fine. Well, but, but, but why would they do it? <laughs> why would they do it? It's not like they built. Here's the thing, man. Like if they built a giant house, like it was just an enormous with like a 30 foot doorway and enormous. But they didn't. It's just rocks that are stacked on other rocks. Yeah. What would the, what's the end game of that and for the, the giants? Like, 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 okay. Let's just say we're talking about other places in the world. Why do they have human-sized doors and shit? Right. Wait, where are the giants now? Like, that's fucking... I want a fucking giant skeleton. I want a goddamn giant. Where the fuck are they? What made the giants go extinct? They're giants! Because I want to draft one for the bulls because Derrick Rose is getting old and his knees are fucked. So I want a fucking giant. I want somebody who could just... You could pass the ball to him and he just goes... Bloop. <laughs> like, fucking... He doesn't have to fucking reach. He just goes... Bloop. That's what I want. It just swipes with one hand exactly. and knocks all the he other ones out of He sits cross-legged underneath the basket <laughs> and then just reaches his arm over and drops it in. That's what I want. I don't understand where they went. Were there just a handful of them? Did they not procreate? Like, what... Caused the giants to go extinct. That's what a, ate the giants? Well, maybe, maybe like Brian Fisher, giants are just really old people. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> they just keep growing. <laughs> that's not how people. That's work. how I work. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> I do keep growing. <laughs> so we want to thank our most current patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. Uh, you guys are the reason why Glory Hole Studios exists. You guys are the reason why this podcast continues with an uninterrupted schedule. But we want to thank Shane, Kyle, Corey, Quincy, Alice, Stuart, Rape Shark. <laughs> Rape Shark. I saw that come over and knew you were going to have to read it. Just mate, just name yourself something awful that Cecil has to read. Rape Shark. Rape Shark. What the fuck is this? Like a mud shark? No, it's like it's like you know like pole sharks. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Ilya and Jennifer, thank you all so very much for your generous donations. We really do appreciate it. Um, this week, we are traveling uh, specifically because we are able to do that sort of thing because of Glory Hole Studios and because of uh, because of this podcast. So thank you very much for your generous donations. We'll be able to mock Eli and Thomas in person because of you. The first email, we got an image um, this is for the first church of the glory hall. Jesus, man. And it says, lift what up your happened? balls in glorious praise. <laughs> what has happened to us? Uh, Tom, did you expect any more out of your life? No. No, I actually really didn't. Thank you, Steve, for this image, though. It's very funny. It is. So, it's good. So we're going to post it for this week's show notes. This is episode 290. We got a message uh, from Troy, Tom, and Troy uh, is asking about uh, acupuncture. Troy says, I work in a military health care facility, and today we had a patient come in with chronic debilitating back pain. 
He had tried all sorts of meds and physical therapy with no avail. So our medical officer decides to use acupuncture to see if that will work, and it did. It wasn't 100% effective, but it did take his pain down a few notches. Just wanted to share the story and hear your opinion. And he says, acupuncture, good, as the title for the email. Uh, you know, here's the, here's the thing with acupuncture. Um, it has been tested ad nauseum. It's been tested and tested and tested and tested and tested. If it worked, it would be shown to be effective. Like, there's nothing magical about acupuncture that I can, that I can possibly conceive of where it would work only when you're not testing it, right? If it, it's very much a physical thing that we do, we walk yeah. up to you and you put a physical put a thing, in there, yeah. thing into a place, right? And so if it has some mechanism for action and it is effective, we should be able to just test yeah, and just see if it's it. effective. Just test it. But whenever they test it rigorously, acupuncture has no efficacy. It is no better than placebo acupuncture. It's It's just... So it doesn't seem to do anything. So... You know, in this case, this is anecdotal evidence, right? And there's a reason anecdotal evidence is weak evidence. It's because just because something happened once and you can't weed out all the variables yeah. and replicate it doesn't mean that you've proven causation. And you're not doc documenting all the variables, right? So, and, and all the results. It made him feel better. Well, how much better, you know? Uh, right. Did it make him feel 100% better? Did it make, you know, all those different things. How long did it make him feel better? Is it better than placebo? There's all these things that, you, that, that happen when you science the fuck out of some science. Right. And when you just take anecdotes, you know, yeah, can people feel better after, after acupuncture? Yes. I'm sure yes. Yes. Right? But does it mean that it works? No, that doesn't mean that it works. Because people can feel better after a sugar pill. Yeah. It doesn't mean the sugar pill works. That's yeah. how placebos work. Subjective experiences are open to uh, change. Yeah. We got a message. Uh, this is from David, and David says uh, he wanted to send us some home birth facts. So it's a, it's a rather long email, and I don't want to go through the whole email. Um, he says that he's a fan of science, highly skeptical of alternative medicine, homeopathy, but I think you're wrong about home birth. Um, they had a home birth. They had some evidence and some surveys that were listed regarding the safety of home birth. Um, much of this is actually very similar information to what I found when I was researching this before um, I greenlit the home birth that we ended up not having, thankfully, um, in our experience. Um, and again, I think that this speaks a lot to um, the, the power of anecdotes, right? The power of, about how anecdotal evidence can sway you in one direction or another. Clearly, I'm swayed against home birth because had we had a home birth, I'm reasonably well convinced that we would have had a, a loss, a, a loss yeah. of some kind um, twice. So, um, Well, you couldn't have lost more than once. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> at That's a true. certain point, That's true. you might have just cut your That's losses true. at one. So. <laughs> I've cut my losses now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, there is, I think, a difference in experience with home births, too. Sure. Um, you know, the home birth that we had had planned was going to involve a midwife and a doctor and, you know, uh, some some sort of intervention equipment that they pack up in a suitcase or yeah. whatever that they show up with in case things go south. Um, that being said, there there is no amount of equipment that you can put in your, you know, Subaru and drive to my house and walk in with your Birkenstocks into my fucking living room <laughs> that is the equivalent to a fully functioning hospital. Yeah. And there are times when a fully functioning hospital is absolutely necessary um, for the for the sure. safety and well-being. And, and and like we said before, there's there's probably people out there who had perfectly fine home births. Absolutely. Um that that happens all the time, but uh you know, I know a home birth professional 
and that home birth professional was working as uh, as part of that group of people who help deliver children. And that home birth professional, I don't think I heard a single story from that home birth professional that was like, yeah, and glitter came out. Right. Every right? single one was a horror story. Every single one was 36 hours of labor. Yeah. Every single one was the worst experience I've ever heard anybody's ever had while giving, right. while pushing a fucking kid out of their vagina. So anecdotally on my part, I've heard only horror stories. <laughs> right. Tom, we got a message uh, from Celine, and Celine uh, put a link, sent us a link and said, hey, this Amazon Bible is number one, and it's it has a four and a half star rating with only three hundred and one reviews. Uh, maybe listeners could talk, uh, go and, and and maybe review this on Amazon. Tom, you are a huge fan of funny Amazon reviews, so we're going to put a link in this episode show notes to this King James version of the Bible. So if you were inclined to do so, uh, you could. Uh, you could put a review of this Bible. I would urge you to only do funny reviews. Yeah, don't be mean. I mean, I don't think it's necessary to be mean. There's plenty to be funny about in the Bible, guys. So if you're going to go here and do something, be creative, be funny. But if you're just going to be like, this sucked, one star, yeah, that no seems fun, like a right? waste of your time. Yeah, that's no fun. <laughs> think the Three Wolf shirt, right? When you're talking about like the Amazon like funny reviews, Look up to get an idea of how to do this properly. Look at the Three Wolves shirt Amazon reviews. There's a million of them. It's a total riot. You should take a look at it and yeah. then do something similar for the Bible. Like, do something have funny. Have some fun. Yeah. Have Show fun. the community that we have a good sense of humor. Yeah. We got a message from Matt, and Matt was talking about private education, Tom. He says, Hey, quick thing. <clears throat> I wanted to mention after hearing the latest podcast on whether private schools are better, private schools can kick out students who don't perform. Of course they're going to have better test scores and shit. Public schools have to keep just about anybody enrolled, even really shitty students. It's ridiculous to compare the two when private schools can't just get rid of their shitty students. I thought this was an interesting I thought it was an interesting point that you know if you're a private school and you want to bolster your uh, academic scores, you can just take the bottom 20% of performing students and just, just not enroll them, yeah, just right? Jettison. Just be like, sorry, yeah. got to go. Yeah. But you had some interesting points, too, that, that this also opens up the other end. You could have shitty students whose parents pay for them to yeah. stay enrolled in the sure, school. Like, you could, yeah, I mean, like fucking... Build your library yeah, if my shithead stays, Exactly, right? yeah, as long as my kid can stay. And then, you know, you have, you have a possibility of someone saying, this kid's got to pass. Right. I mean, like... Like, you know, I understand that there are, you know, there are probably some limits here and there, but there's probably, there's almost certainly people who are able to pay for their kid to stay where they, you know. Yeah, to I, I don't think there's any limits on a private religious school. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And you were, you had an interesting point earlier, Tom, when we were talking about this before we started recording. Um, a friend of both of ours uh, is choosing to uh, wind up going to a, a public school because public school actually has, uh, has some, uh, some resources that private schools don't offer. Yeah, so I have a, we have a we have a friend that um, has a child who is in need of additional resources, an IEP, probably things along those lines. And basically, the state is required to throw resources at at your child um, up to a certain point if they have uh, certain educational requirements, right? So, but private schools don't have to do that. Yeah. Private schools can just say, "Hey, man, sorry, we don't have the we don't have the special sure. ed resources or you know whatever." And so then they can just tell you to go fuck yourself. So. Yeah. You know, it's there's a lot of push pull between the yeah, private exactly. and public yeah. educational systems. Yeah. One is not just universally better. Yeah. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, we are going to be back. We're actually going to be recording uh, the day before this releases on Sunday of next week. Which our hope uh, to 
Also be on uh, the Waiting for Wrath podcast, which is probably going to be coming out uh, the following week after we, after this releases. Um, but we're excited about that, and that should be a lot of fun. Uh, we are going to fly to New York very soon and enjoy ourselves, but we want to thank everybody for, uh, for being patrons and for supporting the show, and we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 